0: Today we have with us Kristen Risby with Wagon Wash, Natural Pet Food and Grooming. Welcome, Kristen.
1: Thank you, Lee. Thank you for having me. Well,
0: I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Wagon Wash. How are you serving folks?
1: Oh, Wagon Wash. It's fantastic. Uh, Wagon Wash is, um, in our communities, just that one-stop location for cats and dogs um, and their parents to come in for um food for supplements treats and biscuits uh but also toys self wash services um and full service grooming so
0: now how did the idea come about
1: It came about um, back in 1999, Um, our founders and partners in business and in life, uh, Jeff Strauss and Dan Remus, they were uh, both with fruitful corporate careers, doing really well for themselves. And um, as many uh, pet loving parents encounter in life, their aging Dalmatian, Jenny, was just, you know, going through some tough times, some struggles, and they really just felt so guilty leaving her at home every day. Um, And so they wanted to find a career that they could basically bring Jenny with them um, and be available to her with her aging needs. Um, So Wagon Wash started um, in the Colorado Springs, Colorado uh, area market um, as a very simple. uh, self-wash service um, with uh, a bakery um, with some bakery items
0: bakery for humans or pets
1: <laughs> well you can eat them but a little dry for humans but uh, bakery items for for pets yes
0: so that's just interesting by itself how had yeah. they had that kind of get added onto the mix
1: Well, they really just super savvy. They, they really um, just went with consumer demand, um, you know, and what was available in the area and something like that just wasn't and so they were really thoughtful about, you know, if people were coming in to wash their pets. Um, what better way to have them leave than with a pup cake? Um, or to have birthday cakes? And so um it started with their own recipes, all natural uh ingredients, no byproducts, um, and that are just specifically made for uh companions.
0: And then um when they were building this out, was it think were they thinking, oh well, one day we'll franchise and take over the world? Or was no. it something <laughs> that this was just for them and their dog and they were just trying to you know live a nice life for themselves?
1: Absolutely no. They, I don't think it ever crossed their mind. Um, As obviously um, intelligent men, they knew that there was an opportunity to grow and they actually um, opened five total stores in Colorado. Um, And so at that point, then they really thought, you know, we've got something here and we need to talk about how do we continue to grow it um, beyond these five corporate stores. And so that's when, you know, at looking at growth opportunities, they really narrowed in on the franchise growth model.
0: Now, um, so how did you get involved?
1: Uh, well, I <laughs> I have a 200-pound St. Bernard um, teddy bear, and I am a, just a pet lover, grew up with animals. It's been my life, um, but I've been enfranchising my entire career, um, definitely on the health and wellness side for adults and children in different um, categories. Uh, but this position came up a few years ago and i couldn't believe it it just it was a vice president of marketing position for Wagon Wash. So it was franchising, marketing, and for pets. Um, And for a brand that I was aware of, I wasn't actually a customer yet, which was interesting. Um, But it just seemed too good to be true. Um, And so yeah, I was hired on and I've never worked for a brand that I've been so incredibly passionate about and believe in um, so much. So it's been a wonderful experience.
0: So now, when you got involved, uh, and you were, I guess, um, had all this background in franchising, and had seen other uh, systems work, and and have kind of the expertise that maybe these the the founders lacked, were yeah. you able to um, just take what they had, and then just starting adding your jazz hands to it, and make it kind of a more robust franchise friendly system, or were they pretty much, or were they pretty close?
1: Well, um, they had invested in senior um, franchising talent a couple years before I started, Um, but the marketing still had some work to do. Um, I've been with emerging franchise brands before, um, and so it really, it wasn't um, something that was, uh, you know, like, oh, shoot, you know, look at all this stuff I have to do. It was, oh, my gosh, how amazing, look at all these great things that can be opportunities for the brand to add in. Um, so I came in and, um, there, you know, some simple fixes that, you know, if you, you know, weren't in franchise marketing, maybe you wouldn't be aware of. Um, and so, you know, we've made some huge changes, um, and one of which in the pandemic, you know, just using the brand fund differently, um, than we had been in the past, uh, just was a game changer in turn, in terms of how we were doing digital marketing and how that can just take that brand awareness to another level to really drive that brand funnel to consideration, um, for the franchisees to really just get them in the door. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, simple things for, you know, an emerging brand to get started. Um, but nothing that was too crazy or broken that's for sure.
0: So now as part of kind of the culture of the organization, um, Community involvement is not just kind of lip service. That's an important component, I guess, when you're serving a community, number one, but also when you're attracting franchisees.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, You know, having that mentality of you're not just working behind a counter. Um, You are a face in the community. You're a brand ambassador for Wagon Wash. Um, You're a friend, you know. Um, And so our uh, franchisees are out and about. They're supporting local rescues, adoption groups um, and various other local organizations that are important to them. Um, But that is the, you know, one of the big differentiators with Wagon Wash um, to many of our competitors is we're locally owned and operated. Um, And I think, you know, um, you know, big brands are obviously very important, but there's something so beautiful about a locally owned business. People, consumers just want to do business with those um, people they know and trust. Um, And so absolutely, our, our franchisees deliver on that.
0: So now when you're talking about community involvement, you mentioned the rescues and the, and the different kind of uh, probably nonprofits that are in the area that are serving that same group. What are some other ways where uh, Wagon Wash folks get involved locally and what some of the activities are doing to kind of help support those local uh, you know, nonprofits?
1: Yep. Um, so as a, as a brand, we um, have been supporting Freedom Service Dogs for several years now. Um, Freedom Service Dogs develops um, canines into support, um, support for people with disabilities, some of our veterans, um, and just a beautiful organization based here in Colorado as well. Um, and we also have gotten involved with the Trevor Project. Um, You know, obviously um, being a very inclusive brand, it was important for us to give back, not just in June for Pride Month, um, but throughout the year um, to really just, you know, not just say we're inclusive and and live those values with our employees and customers, but to also give back to those organizations that are supporting our youth. Um, But other um, activities, one of which that I just thought was so beautiful was at the beginning of the pandemic, when everyone was trying to understand this new world we were living in. Our stores um, were delivering, um, we didn't have delivery services at the time, um, but our stores were packing up um, bags of their, you know, their customers' favorite treats or supplements that they knew that their animals needed and were just delivering those personally to their customers' homes. Um, And it was such an amazing thing just because everyone was just sort of locked down. um, And there was the Amazon and the Chewies of the world. Um, But again, you know, our customers trust us, they know us, we're local. And so we wanted to make sure we were delivering for them, especially those who, you know, maybe they're older and, you know, didn't have, um, it it wasn't as easy for them to buy things online. So um, that was one of my favorite moments of how we were kind of servicing our communities.
0: Now, during the pandemic, were you able to help the franchisees that maybe we're struggling and didn't know how to handle kind of the disruption. Was there something that as a franchisor you were able to do to kind of make their life easier to help them through this?
1: Yeah. You know um, we, it was all hands on deck as, as everyone, every business was Um, we, we completely took over marketing, you know, the brand fund we stopped, we, we paused certain activities um, that weren't beneficial, to, you know, for taking marketing off their hands. You know, maybe there were just extra things we were doing. Um, so we immediately did that. Um, we really refreshed our brand, to be honest, in the midst of a pandemic. Um, is just kind of this cleaner, fresh looking brand presence, which amazing that that happened during a pandemic. Um, we added an e-commerce site um, again, we were not delivering, uh, we didn't have online shopping, but we knew that we absolutely had to have that for our customers in the midst of this. And we also needed it obviously for our franchisees to remain open. We were deemed an essential business based on our food and supplements and treats. Um, but you know, we needed a way to get it into our consumers' hands, especially in those early days. Um, And so, yeah, we launched e-commerce very, very quickly. Um, And it was just so impressive, the resilience of our franchisees that they knew they had to make it happen. They had to figure it out. Um, and the ones that were delivering on top of that, that's a quick, you know, how do you figure this out with us, the franchisor and you locally with your teams, um, but we did it together and um, I just can't say enough about our, our franchisees and our system um, to, to go through that figure it out together very, very quickly, and then, you know, a year plus later, we're up, you know, 11.8% for the year so far and it's just such again a testament to Number one, our brand and our customers, but our franchisees especially.
0: So now I know you're an emerging brand, but do you have kind of good feel of what that ideal franchise candidate looks like right now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We, um, you know, what I love about our founders, Jeff and Dan, um, and our team is we really want a responsible growth. Um, We're not um, going out and selling to just anyone, Um, you know, based on the needs of being very hands-on operator needs to be very you know consumer facing um in the community they need to be a personality but they need to love pets <laughs> you know they need to love their pets and animals just as much as we do. Um, but they need to know about the retail world, the services world. So it's, it's definitely not, um, something that you can say, I'm going to come into this and be an absentee owner. Um, you know, we want you to be the brand ambassador in your community. Um, so we're, we're a little particular, (laughs) um, but what happens when, when you sell that way is you ensure that that culture and those core values, um, are, are, you know, cemented into your organization.
0: And then is this something where um, you expect the owner operator to be the one like clipping the nails of the dog, or is this something that they can hire out kind of the people to do that kind of work?
1: Well, I will say um, we absolutely expect for them to hire out. We have obviously, you know, training and there's training available for those services, But I tell you, you walk into a wagon wash and you'll see an owner in the back um, because someone has a dog who's really nervous or they only like the owner and they're they're the ones clipping the dog's nails. So that's, you know, they are special, intelligent, wonderful people who own wagon wash locations and they go above and beyond. And nail clipping is a beautiful example.
0: And so then they got to be dog lovers. They have to, you know, kind of really enjoy that environment, just like the founders did when they started this, they have to kind of, that's just who they are.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, you know, if someone was interested and they didn't have a dog or a cat, it would be somewhat of a red flag, you know, for us. Um, right.
0: It's definitely um, a yellow flag. It's, <laughs> it's a hard yellow.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> a hard yellow. So Um, yeah, you know, we, you walk into our stores and, um, the first thing that happens is our team just gets down on the ground with the smaller dogs and loves on them and the cats, you know, that come in, we know that they're nervous. So, um, you know, we're protective of them. This is, uh, definitely someone who has a heart of gold for our dogs and cats.
0: So I know you start out in the Colorado area. Are you targeting certain territories right now? Are there certain markets that you're, uh, you know, more aggressively going after than others?
1: Yeah, you know, we're again, going back to it, we're looking for the right candidates first and foremost. Um, That's always our first goal. Um, I would love to see us open additional stores in the markets that we're already in, just because we've built, you know, that early brand awareness, have goodwill in the communities. And to be quite honest, our customers can make the best franchisees just because they've already created the passion and love for the brand. Um, But we're looking in new markets, Atlanta, um, Dallas, um, you know, we're opening our new store, our newest store in Missouri, um, in the St. Louis market. So we're definitely open. But um, again, it comes back to we just want to make sure we have the right individuals um, living our brand day in and day out.
0: Is there kind of a type of market that's better than others? Like, does it do better kind of in the suburbs, exurbs? Does it have to be a big city?
1: That's a great question and one that is just baffling to us. We talk about it a lot. Um, We have a store in the Queen Anne uh, Seattle market, just very urban uh, foot traffic. Um, And it's just killing it, doing so wonderful. But then we have a store out in California, Maryland, very rural, where you would expect maybe more feed supply stores to be the norm. But Wagon Wash is doing so incredibly well there as well. So we're very, um, right now, I've been with brands before where it's your your rural, your urban. Um, It's it's very specific. And this is, you know, pet lovers live everywhere. Um, Maybe the size of the dog is different from an urban location to a rural. um, But the needs are the same.
0: So now uh, what's next? It's just kind of peddled to the floor. You're just trying to find best fit uh, franchisees.
1: Yeah, we um, we're really focused on ensuring that our current stores um, continue on this path of excellence that they have just been demonstrating through the worst of the worst times. Um, But we're also really excited to start Being a little bit more aggressive with our growth in terms of franchise development and sales, um, just because we know, you know, that's where we want to go. We want to serve more communities, more um, pets. And so, yeah, we're really focused on um, hitting the ground running um, with our first opening um, coming up in a few months um, in Missouri. um, And then hopefully, you know, just continuing that um, into 2022.
0: And then if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on the team, is there a website for Franchise?
1: Absolutely. You can visit franchise.wagonwash.com. Obviously, be happy to take calls myself, so feel free. Um, But to learn more about um, our brand, um, wagonwash.com. But again, for franchising, it's franchise.wagonwash.com.
0: And Wagonwash is W-A-G-N-W-A-S-H.com.
1: Correct. Yep.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. It's an amazing story, an exciting journey, and please keep us posted as uh, new things happen.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you again for having me today, Lee, and letting me share our wagon wash story.
0: Good stuff. Well, thank you for being a guest, and we appreciate all that you do. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.